1: Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. You ready? Showtime
0: on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy.
1: Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for sports talk with Cooper Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, brother. You ready for this? Yes, sir. It is time for baseball basketball talk. I almost said Dodger Talk for some reason because it's not Dodger Talk.
1: <laughs> homer.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I know. And I get to be a little bit of a homer today, but hey, that it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you write the notes, so you get to be a homer.
0: Well, you know what? You're a Dodger fan too now, bucko. So guess what? So I guess we're both homers because we're Dodger
1: and Laker fans. So there you go.
0: Yeah, so I almost got you completely all the way to L.A. You're still a Steelers fan, but you've come around to at least love my Rams. So you're almost there. And if they screw up, you know, there's a good chance you might come over fully to the Rams.
1: Well, you know, if they keep been Roethlisberger for another 5 years, 6 years, you know, play until he's dead, I
0: don't know. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we'll get to that that's another episode of <laughs> uh, uh, football talk we'll get to. But let's get down to some baseball and basketball talk. Let's do we? it, brother. All right, so the American League records this past week, the starting from the bottom going to the top. The Orioles went 2 and 2. Rangers went 2 and 3. The Twins and Royals both went 1 and 4. Tigers 2 and 4. Angels 4 and 1. Indians 3-2, Blue Jays 4-1, the A's 2-3, Mariners 4-1, Red Sox 4-2, Yankees 2-3, White Sox 3-1, Astros 2-3, and the Rays, excuse me, went 4-2. In the National League, the Diamondbacks went 1-4, Pirates 0-5, Nationals 1-5, Marlins 2-2, Cubs 5-0, surprisingly. The Rockies 3-3, Mets 4-1, Phillies 3-2, as well as the Cardinals 3-2. The Braves went five and one. Padres three and two. Reds two and three. Brewers four two. Giants went two and four. And the Dodgers went four and one. Yes, we're coming. We're coming, man. We're coming. It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Bring it, Giants. We're coming for you. I love it. So the standings as they currently sit in the American League East. The Rays still lead the division at eighty six and fifty, a six thirty two win percentage. The Yankees, right behind them at 78 57, with a 578 win percentage, are 7.5 back. The Red Sox, behind them and just slightly behind the Yankees, at 79 59, with a 572 win percentage, and 8 games back. The Blue Jays are 72 62, with a 537 win percentage, are 13 back. And the Orioles are 42 92, 50 games below 500, a 313 win percentage. 43 games back of the race. Good Lord. Why do you even consider yourself a freaking baseball team? This is crazy. Right? All right, here we go. In the Central Division, the White Sox still lead it at 79-57, and 57, a 581 win percentage. The Indians are one game above 500 at 67-66 and 66 with a 504 win percentage, 10.5 back. The Tigers are 64-73, and 73, a 467 win percentage. 15 and a half back. The Royals are 60 and 57 or 75. Sorry. A 444 win percentage and 18 and a half back. The twins are 58 and 77, the 430 win percentage and 20 and a half back of the White Sox. Out West in the American League. The Astros are 79 and 56 of the 585 win percentage. The Mariners have been hot of late and are 74 and 62 of the 544 win percentage. 5.5 back. Bringing them into a tie with the A's at 74, 62, and 544 win percentage and and 5.5 back. The Angels are still clinging on to any hope that they have for this season. At 68 68, 500 win percentage and and half back. And the Rangers are 47 and 88, 41 games below, 500 at 348 win percentage and 32 back. Back here on the East Coast in the National League, however, the Braves are 71 and 64 with a 526 win percentage. The Phillies are right behind them at 69-66, so 511 win percentage and two back. The Mets have scrambled back to 500 at 68-68, and, and are three and a half back of the Braves. The Marlins have climbed out of the gutter a little bit at 57-79 with a 419 win percentage, 14 and a half back. The Nationals are right behind them at 56-79 with a 415 win percentage and 15 back. In the Central Division, the Brewers continue to lead that division at 83 and 54 with a 606 win percentage. The Rays are right behind them at 73 and 64 with a 533 win percentage and 10 back. The Cardinals are 69 and 65 with a 515 win percentage and 12 and a half back. The Cubs are 62 and 75 with a 453 win percentage and 21 back. The Pirates 40 games under 500 at 48 and 88 with a 353 win percentage and 34 and a half back. The Dodgers and Giants are both tied for the NL West at 86 and 50 with a 632 win percentage. The Padres are 72 and 64 with a 529 win percentage and 14 back. The Rockies are 63 and 73 with a 476 win percentage and 23 back. And those Diamondbacks are 47 games under 500 at 45 and 92 with a 328 win percentage, 41 and a half back of the Dodgers and Giants. Boy. Crazy, isn't it? Yes. Glad I'm not either one of those teams. (laughs) Or a fan of any of those teams. And that too. But especially not working for either of those teams because I feel like my job might be over. (laughs) Right. All right. So, here we go. we got some notes from the Diamond. Starting off with Shohei Ohtani, who once again shows how special he is this past week as he would steal home against the New York Yankees. The steal occurred through a double steal when Goslin took off from first base towards second base. Gary Sanchez attempted to throw out Goslin, making the run to second. As soon as Sanchez threw to second base, Otani broke for home. The throw would beat Otani, but a good slide by Otani allowed him to touch plate before Sanchez could put the tag on him. The steal of home was the second of the night, well, second steal of the night for Otani, and his 22nd steal of the season. This guy continues to amaze in a lost season for the Angels. Cooper, your thoughts on Tony?
1: Dude, still in home? Yeah.
0: Dude, I I remember
1: watching the the replay and I'm like, what? What? Like, it was just like, it was crazy, dude. It was, oh man, it's like watching a video game, dude.
0: Yeah, I used to do that all the time on The show when I had a guy on first I make him steals the guy if the catcher didn't try to let me just take the base. I sent the guy from third. Usually got the um, usually got it. Depending on who was on third though, yeah. I had a slow guy. I would not send the guy on third even, no matter what. Yeah, I just be like, come on, get second, get second. Uh, yeah, I got the second base right. yes. runners and scores. But
1: still, it's- dude, that's that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, to see this stuff, this kid is doing in real time. Yeah, is amazing. It is.
0: And we got more to talk about. Let's do it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Another note for Shohei Otani may be that he could be the first ever Angel to lead the Majors in home runs. He currently sits at 43 home runs, which is three ahead of second place Salvador Perez of the Kansas City Royals. Reggie Jackson hit 39 home runs as an Angel, which tied him for the Major League lead in home runs in 1982. The franchise single season record is 47, done by Troy Gloss in 2000. Ohtani has the rest of the season to match the franchise record and even surpass it and possibly lead the majors in home runs. Cooper, a major league pitcher will be could possibly be the major league leaders in home runs. Oh, Never thought we'd man, say that. That's just crazy, right? mm mm-hmm. uh,
1: Kid is just amazing, dude. Um, I just hope that at the end of the season they don't come out with this Well, let's test him
0: for this, that, and the other, because you know what? Nah, nah, man. All right. What makes this feat even more amazing is the fact Friday night he pitched 117 pitches in seven innings of work uh, on that Friday. And a lot of people would have said, well, you threw that many pitches, you might have earned Saturday off. And Joe Madden, their manager, even said, if he, I even asked me for the day off, I would have gave it to him because I can understand he threw 117 pitches the night before, having to come back and and hit would probably be a bit tiresome, but Otani wanted it, and it worked out in their favor as he jacked that three run home run. I mean, dude, that's crazy. Dude. 43rd of the season. I mean,
1: that's like video game status. You you want your you want to be the pitcher. And the freaking batter. you wanna be able to hit them home runs and strike people out and that's just crazy that this kid is doing everything. Not just
0: not just some things. He's doing everything. Yeah, and he's not always a DH either. He will play the field occasionally too for the Angels. So it's not like oh he's pitching uh every fifth day and then he's just a DH the rest of the time. No, he'll take the field on occasion too and play the field for the Angels. Um, not always hitting DH, and that's amazing to think about that. He's a fielder, a pitcher, and a hitter. And Man, this momentum he has, he's hes going to end up breaking the record and then some. I mean, right now, I don't see, we could sit there and argue it to or blue in the face, but I don't see, even right now as he sits, if you just consider what he did in Japan and what he's done in just a few years now as a major leaguer, how do you keep him out of the Pro Baseball Hall of Fame? Yeah. It's not the MLB Hall of Fame. It's the Professional Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Yeah. It's not so like when people argue, well, this guy wasn't that great in the NFL for this amount of long because he was only there that long. But if he played another profession, USFL or the or the Canadian Football League, that's professional football. Yeah. Therefore, he had played professional football. It's not the NFL Hall of Fame. This isn't the MLB Hall of Fame. Just like in pro basketball, it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's professional basketball. It's professional football. It's professional baseball Hall of Fames. Therefore, his Japan um, feats should be counted towards it. And right now, I don't see how you can't say the guy's not a Hall of Famer. Right. And I like to see anybody argue with me because I'll do it all day. <laughs> exactly, bro. Um, keep it up, Shohei, though. It's been fun to watch.
1: Definitely, man. This is this is crazy. Imagine being a little kid. Mm-hmm. That loves baseball. And you're watching this right now. Right. And you're seeing this guy. Mm-hmm. The, the inspiration, the motivation
0: this guy's is giving to the world. Keep doing it. Keep putting it out there. I love it. All right. All right. So the race for the worst team in the majors is really starting to heat up with less than a month left in the season. The battle between the Baltimore Orioles, Texas Rangers, Arizona Diamondbacks, and Pittsburgh Pirates will be interesting to watch. The Orioles have the lead currently at 49 and 92, a clear 50 games below 500. But the other three are not far behind, as the Diamondbacks are 45 and 92, the Rangers are 47 and 88, and the Pirates are 48 and 88. As it stands, the Orioles will probably wrap up the record for worst in the league, as it has games with three playoff te- playoff chasing teams left. However, the Rangers and Orioles do have a series against each other, and that three-game stint could be a deciding factor. The Rangers and Diamondbacks also have a two games. Uh, against each other, but no one faces the Pirates. The Pirates ha- do have it tough though, as three teams in its division are still all vying for positions with the Brewers, playoff positions with the Brewers, Reds and Cardinals. Cooper, what do you think, bro? Who's going to be the worst team this year? Dude, you just had me all the way up here. And I brought you down. now Grumble you're like, down. I'm
1: like, <laughs> I really don't give a crap. No. <laughs> Um, dude, what the hell? Mm. Why, why?
0: Well, it's hey, we gotta talk about the I guess we gotta
1: talk about it. I mean, you know, it it sets up for the playoffs, right? Mm. So, yeah, man, I think the Oilers are are stout to be the worst team in the league. Orioles, Orioles, you said Oilers, did I? Yes, well, that's how old I am, guys. (laughs) Love you. Sorry.
0: (laughs) I mean, are we talking hockey? <laughs> all of a sudden, bro, uh, that's the only Oiler, football? Uh, we don't have a professional Oiler team anymore. No. Well, It's only hockey we have a professional. But you know I'm a little slow, so it's okay. Yeah, we'll forgive you this one. <laughs> Our professional slow cooker over here. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I believe it's going to be the Orioles, too. Uh, they probably have to face everybody still in the division. That's the Rays, Yankees, and Reds. Probably um, at least all of them at some point or another the rest of the way. And uh, that will probably, if they face the Rays late, the Rays might not be so hard to beat in the sense that. They might not start all their starters. Yeah, they might start resting some players. Let the um, After the call-up um, that lets you have that short um, window of, a, of your whole 40-man roster available to you, they'll probably play some younger guys, get them, spot starts here and there and you can probably steal a couple wins against the Rays because they're so far ahead in the division it's going to take a miracle for either the Red Sox or the Yankees to really catch the Rays um, especially the way the Rays have been playing of late So, oh, yeah. even though the uh, Red Sox are finally starting to get some traction back and have ran the Yankees back down it's still going to be hard um, for either of them to be able to catch the race. I think cuz the Yankees and Red Sox still have to face each other a few times too. So, it's going to be hard for that. Whereas we're about to talk about how my rival team and uh, and our team are no longer facing each other after Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. So, is this how the West is won? The series finale of the Giants and Dodgers has commenced yesterday and the team split the first two and remain and had remained tied for the division. This was the last time the two will face each other in a regular season and couldn't define who will win the division. Now the Dodgers could win or could have won yesterday and still lose the division lead to the Giants as the Giants have an easier schedule remaining compared to the Dodgers. After after last night's game, the Dodgers head to St. Louis for four games against the Cardinals. Where we struggle against the Cardinals is basically in St. Louis. We can play them pretty well at home. Uh, Then they go... um, and then we come home for three against the Padres. Um, they catch, And then we catch a bit of a break against the Diamondbacks coming to L.A. for three games. Which we all know is playing for the worst record in the league. <laughs> um, and then we do have to travel to Cincinnati to face the Reds. Which is, the Reds are vying for a playoff spot. Then we have to go to Colorado, where we struggle in Colorado. I don't know what it is with us in Colorado, but we... We play there enough you'd think we'd be okay, but we don't play well. As in we, you mean the Dodgers? Yeah, the Dodgers. Whatever. But then we finish up uh, in Arizona on that nine-game home stretch. Then the final six games, we they face the Padres and Central leading Milwaukee Brewers. We might get lucky. The Dodgers might get lucky, and the Brewers will probably wrap the Central Division by then and we might not need to worry about it, but we're still probably going to be in a tight race with the Giants. I think it's going to be a tight race all the way down, dude, Mm -hmm. we're going to see what happens with this. Um,
1: Still a little bit of baseball left, but uh, I think at the end of the
0: day, I think the Dodgers will will, uh, come out on top. Well, here's the Giants. How they go? They travel to Colorado to face the Rockies, but they tend to own the Rockies no matter where they're playing them. Uh, then they do have to go to Chicago to face the Cubs so see they just got an easy team of uh, the central then because they got another yeah. so they got two easy series right off the bat um, then they do get four straight against the Padres at home which depends on how the Padres are playing could be a good or a bad thing their toughest opponent is three against the Braves which though they get at home they don't have to travel out here to Atlanta. And then uh, they have, then they travel to San Diego and Colorado for six games before finishing at home with six straight against the Diamondbacks and Padres. So a much easier schedule. Yeah, very, very
1: much easier schedule. But uh, at the end of the day, um, I think in the,
0: the playoffs it won't matter. Well, I'd still rather be the division champs and home field advantage rather than having to be in the wild card. Oh, well, yeah, true. But, you know, it always makes for a better comeback. Well, yeah. But, you know, as long as we keep Scherzer healthy, I think we'll be all right. Oh, God. And Kershaw, come back.
1: Faith, brother. Have faith. At least
0: Kershaw's scheduled to come back soon. He's got a rehab start Tuesday, so. We could be getting re- um, re- reinforcements here soon. All right, so we're going to switch from the diamond to the hardwood. Are you ready? Let's do it. The Brooklyn Nets have traded center DeAndre Jordan four second-round picks in cash to the Detroit Pistons for Jaleel Okafor, and uh, Sekou uh, Duomboyé. The uh, Pistons have agreed to buy out Jordan, making him a free agent if he clears waivers. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski has since reported that Jordan intends to sign a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers, who also plan on moving on from Marc Gasol at some point. Cooper, your thoughts on this transaction? What a, what a big trade going on. That's
1: pretty cool, dude. Um, DeAndre Jordan with the Lakers.
0: We need that. Hopefully this one works out better for us than the last time we got a player that was a former Clipper (laughs) in Montrezl Harrell. Uh, Harrell started off the season pretty hot for us and then really started waning towards the end of the year not getting to playing opportunities and such. So that was kind of a bummer to see. Uh, Whereas... What helps is DeAndre Jordan is a big guy who can get boards. Yeah. So having him and Howard in our front court um, is going to be helpful, I think. Um, plus, he's a little bit younger than Howard, so that will help. Um, of course, neither one of them can shoot three th- free throws worth a damn. So our age average age continues to go up, and our free throw percentage continues to go down. I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen this season. It's going to be It's going to be, uh, Can we get a designated free throw shooter? Because we're going to need one. You know, baseball's got the designated hitter. Can we just get the designated free throw shooter? It'd be so much helpful. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so there's that. Um, But it's definitely going to be intriguing to see what DeAndre Jordan brings to the Lakers and actually what ends up happening with Gasol. It's only reports that we're probably moving on from Gasol. This will probably help push Gasol out the door. Um... Gasol age declined rapidly Um, it seemed like age caught up with him rapidly last year he was not the player he once was in the NBA unfortunately I mean that's that's how it goes sometimes yeah I was hoping for at least one good year from Marcus Aldridge, but unfortunately we weren't given that but there is some good news this offseason for power forward LaMarcus Aldridge he was cleared to resume basketball activities recently after tests done to his heart he was told during the season that he had an irregular heartbeat that could negatively affect his well-being if he continued playing, which led to his surprising retirement. However, with the latest news, Aldridge has come out of retirement and has re-signed with the Brooklyn Nets, who signed him after the Spurs bought him out during the season. Great news for a very talented player who will help the Nets immensely with his size and ability to spread the court for their uh, lane drivers in Harden and Kyrie Irving
1: yeah man uh this is this is awesome dude anybody could all anybody could ever want is a second chance right. and uh when you're given a diagnosis that, that puts you on the sideline like that and and forces you into retirement you' mm. looking for this this guy to come back with a chip on his shoulder and uh, ready to want, ready to win some uh, ball game
0: yeah it definitely I think it helps if he's as healthy as he's supposed to be. Um, He helps he's still pretty decent defender against the post, so he's going to take care of um, Opponents big men he's like I said he spreads the court because he's got a nice jump shot and he can occasionally hit good threes Um, Not the best three-point shooter like he was early in his career with Portland um, but he's still very talented and uh, That alone will help the Nets immensely like I said they got two driving guards Irving and Harden who can easily run in towards the basket, do a kick out, and hit him in the corner or even just uh, back to the elbow with an easy little jump shot for uh, Aldridge, which he's almost not quite as good as Duncan was from the elbow, but up there in that level, up towards that level of talent because Duncan, of course, Duncan always used the backboard, it seemed like, from the elbow. Yeah. (laughs) And and he was almost automatic from that spot, so. It's good to have him back, and it's good that he he has a chance and opportunity to finish his career on his own terms rather than have a a health problem be the deciding factor.
1: Yeah, man, that's never good. Um, I, of all people, know what that's like to, to not be able to play, but I can only imagine what it feels like to be able to play at that level and then be told you can't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, so to see him back. That's in Cinderella story, and I like it. Right, but uh, I still hope you somehow make
0: it to the finals, you're facing my team and you lose. <laughs> Just saying. Now I'm the coffin, there you go. That's right. <laughs> All right, man, so we'll be back again Tuesday for Sports Talk as we talk football NASCAR. The first race is from Darlington, I believe, in the playoff in NASCAR. And then, of course, we're getting ready for the kickoff to the NFL season, baby. Oh, next Thursday. We're looking forward to this. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, dude. And we finally get to talk some NCAA football. What's up, brother? We get to talk about an unlikely upset happening out in uh, Pasadena as the UCLA Bruins took on LSU. Ooh, Ooh, it could be interesting. We also talk about some of the top 10 and. uh, Somebody thinking they were ready for Alabama and they were not even close to being ready for Alabama. <laughs> Miami. <clears throat> yeah, no. Yeah, no, you weren't ready for that. Anyway, so we'll talk about that more, of course, on Tuesday and then uh, we'll be premiering AEW's wrestling talk or AEW talk Thursday. I'm looking forward to it. Where we recap All Out. Yes, sir. So we hope you enjoy it all out. And uh, are you all are ready for our recap, because we will be. And, of course, Saturday is the premiere of WWE Talk. Yes, looking and, forward. A,
1: and a big shout out to my daughter. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. I love you. And
0: uh, happy Labor Day to everyone. Yes, yeah, so we hope you're having a fun and safe Labor Day weekend. Um, for all of you who are here on the East Coast, on We hope you enjoyed your three-day weekend with your kids as they get ready to go back to school for the week. And for everybody else who is on the, uh, I believe we're on the quarter system out west. Um, Most of of us are on the quarter system out west. Your kids go back to school this week. We hope you all have a safe and wonderful school year. Be safe. And, of course, much love and respect in this pandemic for everybody. Definitely, man. Definitely. So that'll do it for, for us here at Sports Talk. And as always... learn more at marines.com hey everyone this is big man this is cooper we hope you enjoyed our latest episode but be sure to check us out on our social medias on facebook at cooper big man our facebook page sports talk with cooper and big man on twitter at cooper underscore big man st on instagram also at cooper big underscore big man st at TikTok at
1: sportstalk.cooper.bigman.
0: Or you can email us at sports talk with cooper in big man. That's sports W-I-T-Cooper. The letter N big man. And that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.